All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Weber, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. Jake, there might be some noise. I don't know if you can hear it. My uh, water heater just kicked on because my wife is taking a shower. So if you hear too much background noise, let me know and I'll mute. I uh, No, I got nothing, man. Good. Then it must be I have the microphone on the right setting where it only catches me and not the ambient room. Um, Jake, let's jump right in with something we talked about uh I guess a month ago, because that's that's how uh, old the Hawaiian fire is. When we spoke, uh, there there was uh, there were several celebrities, a handful, saying, "Don't go to Maui. How dare you? Stay away. They're mourning." And uh, Paris Hilton went to Maui. She didn't go to Lahaina. She didn't go to the fire zone. She just she was at a you know hotel on another part of the island. And you know the the internet justice warriors, the internet mob, raked her over the coals. How dare she be so insensitive? Well, I believe I, oh, maybe I didn't send you. God damn it. I might have sent you one link, but not the next one. Damn it. Uh, there's a news article out there right now that says Maui is begging for tourists because unemployment is going through the roof because everyone stayed away. They canceled their plans. We talked about this scene when we talked about it. We said this seems like a bad idea. If your economy is dependent on tourism, Telling tourists to stop coming seems like a bad idea. Yes, don't go to the fire zone, but that would be like saying, hey, uh, this house burned down in New York City. Don't go to New York City. There's a whole rest of the island that you can support. And while now they are fucked, they are saying that of every industry, rental car, hotels, restaurants, they, they need people to show up. Uh, I, I hate to say we told you so, but... Jesus fuck, does it have to be a knee-jerk response to everything? Don't do this. Now do this. No. Can pause for five minutes, think things through, and then make an informed decision? That's true. Although maybe all of this reporting is what coming out of the clever people in the tourism industry trying to drum up a little more tourism now. That could be. Um, the one article I did send you I thought was interesting. Uh, not article. I sent you a TikTok. Uh, the Rock and Oprah got in trouble for asking people to donate hundreds and thousands of dollars when they're multi-billionaires that could donate hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. Um, and now someone uh, looked into the organization that the Oprah and Rock uh, duo is promoting, saying, hey, give money here and the money goes. They have over $3 million going to employee, uh, the top employees, uh, the president makes four hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars a year. The CEO makes three hundred and fifteen. They they found the tax breakdown, and the top employees make over. So it's three million dollars you donate is gone right off the top, just because uh, they got to get paid. They got to get paid. You know what though? I looked at what those people were making. That's not that crazy for a big charity. It's it's really not. That's the, that's the thing with most charities. The people at the top are making money. Uh, the question is how much compared to how much they bring in. You know what yeah. I mean? And and on like four hundred grand is not that crazy for a CEO or whatever uh, to be making for a charity. I mean, my my buddy's mom used to be the CEO of the Red Cross, and yeah, like she's crazy wealthy. Um, th that is the thing with big charities is a lot of that money does go to 
um, the organization itself, you know, it, it's, it's uh, like a, a corporate entity sometimes, you know, so you're paying CEOs, you know, even if it's not a cor corporate entity, you're still paying the, the people at the top and the people who are running the organization to do that. Um, now you will get more of a bang for your buck for smaller local charities. However, it's a bit of a gamble. Think of, think of giving to a, Think of putting all your money in one stock as opposed to a mutual fund. You know, the big charities, mutual funds, some of your money will go to people at the top who are making a lot of money. Um, however, they are doing everything on the books. So you will get a lot of it going to, whereas the the one that's just the local one, yeah, that almost 100% of that could go to the people that are uh, uh, in need on the ground or 100% of it could go in the equivalent of an Elizabeth Holmes pocket. And she's like, yeah, I'm just helping people in need. You know, like that could go yeah. straight up to Billy McFarland funding Firefest too. You don't really know. So it, it is a gamble given to those tiny charities where you don't know anything about. It could be somebody that's just straight up scamming all of it, or it could be somebody who's incompetent. You know what I mean? Because that is another thing you get with, with the, with the um, high paid, uh, charity employees is you get an organization that is is uh, 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 shipping a lot of stuff in that's knows what they're doing uh, that has been doing. Think of think of Walmart compared to a bodega. You know what okay. I mean? I was just going to say sometimes. Like I looked it up while you were talking. Uh, the last uh, the first one that I came across was 2018. The president of the uh, Red Cross made six hundred ninety four thousand dollars. Not that big a difference. I mean, right? Two hundred thousand. Um, but when you started saying you, you're getting a well-organized machine because you're paying someone all this money, I think of all the CEOs that, like the Enron right off the bat, the, that got paid a ton of money that didn't know fuck all what they were doing. But I guess right, but that's that's not a that's not a nonprofit. That's no, no, a, I know, I know. That's a but different that, thing. It is, I guess, in many people's minds, including mine, it's this is not a regular company. This is not a for com profit company. So shouldn't there be a clause that says, Hey, or shouldn't there be a person that says I am getting into this industry because I like helping people. I want to make money, but sure. My pay tops out at $150,000. I'm still making more than a lot of people. I don't need a mansion. And that can be part of the contract. Like we, we, we love you. We want to get the best people that are into what we're doing and your pay is capped at $150,000, $200,000, you do not need to get paid six hundred dollars or $1,000. No, I agree. I think, yeah. I think they're paid too much. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that's, that's the give and take, is you're, yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. you're getting a well-oiled machine versus uh, some fucking crazy cat lady who decided to make a charity yesterday. Uh, who doesn't? Who may or may not know what she's doing? So again, sometimes it's going to be very good. Sometimes it's going to be very bad. I think I'm going to use your own words against you right now because the 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 organization The Rock and uh, uh, Oprah were pushing is not a huge Red Cross type organization. It's something that has ties to the entertainment industry. Something I don't remember exactly. We can watch the TikTok again, or I can put a link of it up on screen. Um, where here I, I'll put it in later. I don't want to watch it right now. I should have written it down, but it was something like we're we're promoting this special entertainment entertainers do good charity, something that I'd never heard of before. So in essence, 
it is kind of a smaller charity. It's not Doctors Without Borders. It's not the Salvation Army. It's not something you've readily heard of. It's something they're promoting and the guy's still making four hundred plus thousand. Well, let's face it. I haven't heard of most charities out there. Okay, so what this yeah. guy has to show me, he, I'm saying he's focusing on the wrong parts. He's focusing just on what the CEOs and stuff are making, but he's not showing me well how much money's actually coming into this company. Now, oh, good point. if they're yeah, making yeah. three million and the company's bringing in four million, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, if they're making three million and the company's bringing in a B, then. Hey, that's a different fucking thing we're talking about, you know? Um, yeah. Now, I am not one to wave the flag for charities. In general. There's a lot of shady shit that goes on with charities in this company. Did you see the, the, um, the documentary Telemarketers on HBO? No, I haven't. I've heard of it. It's so fucking good, dude. I, uh, it's, Bring it's it. All, Tell me about it. It's all about a, um, uh, a guy who was working at a telemarketing place uh, getting people to sign up and give money to police charities, you know, and uh, my girlfriend did that in college. She she they, she called. Now I don't know if this is the same one, but it was literally she lived in Madison, Wisconsin, and would call Montana. And I've heard of one in Wisconsin that is not legit, where they just keep all the money. But go keep going, keep going. Yeah, right? that's what this was about, man. Basically, uh, this place would. Uh, uh, more or less pay off these police unions to say, hey, if we give you, I don't know, 25 grand or whatever, slash, here's a little bribe for you, president man, for signing the paper. Oh, you endorse um, this. Yeah. So can we use your name? You know, the, I, I think they were called like FO something. I don't remember the exact acronym, but it, it's, it's like official police. Yeah. organizations uh just, can just we someone use that this adds uh, credibility to it like oh the police chief in uh, milwaukee loves us because right well no then it's not even he loves us it's hey i'm calling on behalf of the police organization you oh, know okay. so it sounds like it's the i heard a news report on this documentary i know what you're, my girlfriend didn't do this because this was years ago she actually did phone calls this is a robocall thing i believe where is it Wisconsin still? Because that's what I heard about. I heard about it's all over the fucking country, man. Um, I mean, it was it, based by three guys in Wisconsin. That uh, no, that they, I mean, but they do it all. There's all kinds of these. This is just oh, okay. one of many, and then many do this, and this one happened to do things all around the country. Um, it could have been a branch of the same thing because they would they would kind of you, you know how shady companies that that, yeah. that are big like to kind of make smaller shady companies to where if one goes down, you, you know, uh, they can kind of move things around. But uh, was really good. They had like this head telemarketer guy who I, I worked as a telemarketer for MCI in high school. Uh, that was a long distance company. We were trying to sell people long distance right after the phone, the cell phone fucking, yeah. you know, really blew up. So it was kind of like we were calling people up trying to sell them horse and buggies three years after Ford was fucking getting people in cars. Like, huh? We got really fast horses. Like, oh, you're going with one of those fucking electric uh, cuck horses, huh? Fuck you, dude. We got the good horse and buggies. It's a fad. <laughs> Cars are a fad. With horses, that's how the West was won by God. And and like so we're we're more or less doing that. Uh so it wasn't as shady because we were selling them an actual product. However, we we kind of did it in a shady way because uh, most people don't really want to buy long distance service like on the spot. It's kind of like how we were talking about the um 
the timeshare things. When I, yeah. when I went to Mexico, was, everybody's, hey, uh, will you listen to our presentation? Do you want to buy a timeshare? It's like, dude, don't you think if I wanted to buy a timeshare, I'd either A, already have one, or B, would be like researching where to buy a fucking timeshare, and I'm not just going to buy one over Impulse buy a, a $80,000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is long distance service. Like they, they're, they're googling shit. They're looking into it. Like they're fucking, you know. And it's at a time when people are just getting it through their cell phones because it used to, the you used to have your local phone company, and then it, sometimes you could get long distance service through there. But a lot of times you would either a have to go through AT and T or MCI or somebody, or it was at least cheaper, you know. But most people know what the rates are, and they know how much they use it, and they yeah. Just, you know, and so we would make it sound like we were calling on behalf of their local phone company and it was just switching to MCI. You know what I mean? And like, hey, we, you know, we just want to let you know that it's changing and we would be careful to you say certain things while not saying other like it, in the way yeah, you scripted things. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they kind of did a lot of that. But the, the main guy that they used who was like this fat heroin addict, he looked like the um the the guy who was the top telemarketer in my my center except for my guy was was thinner and looked like he like uppers instead of downers and 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 he did way more fucking prison time yeah this dude was named jerry i think we went sideways so they would pay the the, the police guy to use their name and that would be it like the 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 donations then stayed with the tell is that what you're saying telemarketers yeah, yeah. So they would either, and it, and it changed throughout the years in terms of like the, the the deals that were going on. Like sometimes they would just pl pay these people a flat rate, the, the bribe more or less, and it's like, yeah. hey, I get to say I'm with the cops, and we just fucking keep all of it. Or sometimes it would be like ten percent went to the cops or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, it was shady as fuck. Um, I will say uh, that goes on with a lot of charities. A lot of times, not just the charity themselves can be ch shady, but I'm saying like the marketing people, um, a lot of times the marketing gets outsourced and those companies will keep most of your money. If you have anybody, uh, you don't see them on the streets in New York City as much, but you used to see these people all the time trying to get you to sign up with charities, with clipboards. I applied to do this. I, I almost... I uh, did it when I first moved to New York and I'm like, this is shady as fuck, dude. Like all of these places, did you, you would sign for up for, it, I remember I almost started work. I didn't almost start working, but I interviewed with a company called Centurion and they even, that. they made the, the mark, the, the job interview said, Oh, you're, you're doing marketing. You're a marketer. You're blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll see what this is. And then it was like, Oh no, we're going door to door trying to get people to sign up for children's international. And, uh, but I, the company's called Centurion or some fucking crazy shit. And and Children's International doesn't get most of it because I fucking kind of did the breakdown on how much money we got paid and stuff like that and like what our bonuses were, what our commissions were for these people signing up. And I'm like, dude, we're we're keeping most of this fucking money and they're not actually getting any money until we get paid off over the course of like two or three years. But none of that goes on there um, annual report because this is just money coming in from some donor after two years. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. Go, go on the children's internet. So it's fucking shady. Never, never sign up for charities through people going to your door for people with clipboards. Now some of the companies will actually Didn't hire people to canvas directly for, for them. Piece, What's up? Didn't you stand with a green piece for clipboard? Or a clipboard? I did that for a day and oh, they day. actually hire their <laughs> own fucking people. But but I, but so that isn't one of them that does it that way. However, it does suck standing outside in the fucking cold. 
And I'm like, dude, I'm 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 doing something else for for work. Fuck the Dolphins, bro. I'm out. <laughs> Either way, so the I guess someone commented uh, I saw that uh, said we could do what uh, they did with Ukraine is just make the hotel reservation, make the Airbnb reservation, or buy a gift card to a restaurant on Maui, and then just don't use it. Yeah, that that would be money direct to the system. Okay, I my my argument for that is sure. yeah, it would be great for any any situation. I mean, we could have done the same thing in Haiti. Did a lot of people do it? No. Like unfortunately, you you need you need something that's going to to benefit the place long term. Yeah, like I was going to say that's you know, the one. It that's that's it's economy. Oh, Look, I want a reservation next week. I want a reservation in two months. Yeah. He's yeah, like who's going to do that? Look, it's eighty-four percent of its pop. You wouldn't go. Um, yeah, listen, we we make eighty-four uh, percent of our our exports is uh, making hula hoops on this island uh, uh, because there was a a hurricane. Let's stop selling hula hoops. You know, like you you would go like, no, now's the time to fucking. Uh, 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 sell a, a shitload of hula hoops. I would, you, you know, it, it's it's just crazy. I mean, again, you, you don't go to the exact spot that the fire happened. Um, it's it's a weird thing that that they were kind of guilting people over when it's like, yeah, that's their that's most of their economy. So yeah. what are we what are we talking about here? The stat I heard on um, it was either the New York Times or NPR Morning Edition, both liberal outlets that are not to be trusted. Um, and I say that so that any conservative viewers can uh, have the thought. Um, was that before the fire, 400 people on the island applied for unemployment. That was the average. Since the fire, that number is at 4,500. It's like, that. that's a big increase because that's not just... And then I had dumb people uh, commenting, saying like, well, yeah, of course they're to work. All the hotels burned down. No, dumb fuck. This is called a ripple effect. This is every hotel on the island is empty because you said don't go to, again, that'd be like a tornado hitting Iowa. And everybody says, don't go to Iowa. They're, they're, they're suffering from the tornado. Well, this tornado hit a specific spot. Don't go there and be looky-loos and take pictures like, wow, lots of damage. Look what happened here. But you can still go elsewhere and support whatever needs supporting as if Iowa had tourism. <laughs> But the whole point is, yeah, it's it's localized. What are you talking about? People from here every summer go to see the world's largest truck stop on Interstate 80. Yeah, it's a big tourist attraction. All right, let's move on. Um, this we can cover in two seconds if my mouse starts working, so I can click on it. I literally just changed the battery. Oh, this let's let's uh, this might take longer than two seconds. I don't know. You decide. Diamond. Oh, I, I will say before we move on, you yeah. gotta watch that fucking documentary. Yeah, telemarketers on HBO. For some reason, the guy they got to do it, that head telemarketer guy, who was like uh oh strung out heroin addict, like years and years later, he's like interviewing, you know, heads of these uh, uh, organizations and even a senator. The dude keeps his sunglasses on the whole interview, even though they're inside. And he looks like Zach Galifianakis in In Between Two Ferns. And then at the end, it's like, oh, we didn't seem to get a lot done, but we're making this public knowledge. And it's like, yeah, dude, why did you have him doing the interviews? You should have just brought him along and just had him kind of fucking interview him. And then the domain dude doing the documentary, I mean, I'm not saying he seemed like Walter Cronkite, but like... 
he didn't have sunglasses on inside the entire time. He didn't seem to be clearly on fucking heroin. So like they would go in and they would they would see this like overweight Zach Galifianakis looking guy just kind of like uh, uh, just sort of twitching back and forth, claiming he's sober but not really seeming like it, with sunglasses on indoors. And they're just sort of like, yeah. Uh, so this is what was going on with that. So yeah, yeah. Well, are we are we gonna meet up later and work again? It's like no, you're fucking awkward, dude. You're you, this is weird. I I feel like I'm being pranked right now. Yeah, well, it's pretty I, goddamn I, funny. I, you got to watch that, Doc. All right. Um, it's 2023. I cannot believe this is still a thing. I'm happy to read the headline, but uh, diamond prices are in free fall in one key corner of the market. We this has been something people have known for decades that De Beers has cornered the diamond market. They buy all the mines and they control the price. It's not a limited resource. They artificially inflate the price. And finally, and the numbers I thought were interesting. Um, they said lab-grown diamonds, artificial diamonds, are now becoming more popular. Uh, however many years ago, I'm going to make these numbers up. Uh, five years ago, they took up 1% of the market. Now they uh, that's real, 1%. Uh, that's the, the years I'm making up. Today, they cover 9% of the market. 9% Good. is what's killing them. And I don't understand. Jake, you're married. Does, does Amy have a diamond? Fuck no. Neither does my wife. My wife has cubic zirconia. She was back and forth. She's like, I don't know. Do I really want a diamond? It seems stupid. Then she talked to her boss at the time who had this big fucking ring on her finger. And her boss said, oh, this is fake. This this isn't a real diamond. Why would I wear a real diamond this big? And my wife's like, all right, fuck it. I'm getting... And so, I, I do not understand how diamonds still exist. Who still falls for this ruse? Who who goes need a diamond? It's absurd. So the fact yeah, that yeah, in fact, hey, shout out to all the women in in summer of 2020 who were uh, retweeting BLM hashtags with blood diamonds on their fucking fingers while they did it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Black Lives Matter until I need a shiny thing. Then cut that fucking kid's head off for that. Black diamond. American Lives Matter. Not oh, that's African right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's it's B B A A L M. That that's right. There you yes. go. They 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 should have thrown that lowercase a right there in the fine print in the middle of that acronym. Yes, the the kids pulling the 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 diamonds from the mines in Africa. Actually, that would also not work though. B A B Bay Africa, unless you got to change to uh, Congolese lives don't matter because B A could stand for Africa, where the diamonds. Listen, I never claim to be from. literate, but my point stands. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, but it, you're right. I I I I've never, from childhood, I've never understood the never idea of ten percent on the wedding ring or whatever it's supposed to be. Um. Diamond. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend, but I always thought her best friend was a cunt, and I never saw why she'd like that bitch. You know, now her dog. Oh, you mean just an overall, not her, not her actual. Uh, you meant friend. Okay, I got you. The and diamond the is a cunt. What do you? Yeah, yeah. You, you missed it. I missed it. The beers are still making money. Their profits. I like how it says their profits plunged to just three hundred and forty-seven million. If you're still making three hundred and forty-seven million in profit. You're doing fine. Now, I know you want to be a billion-dollar industry. You want to be Apple, but you're selling worthless rocks at an inflated price. You should – they should get out now. The De Beers should, like – whoever controls it, the De Beers family, they should be like, all right, the writing's on the wall. Uh, fire sale. Let's get rid of all the diamonds. We just retire happy like the Sacklers should have done 
when they saw opioid crisis starting like all right let's just sell everything we got and, and back out someone else take over the the, the oxycontin and uh, we get out and in 10 years we'll be clear and someone else will have that the beers should do that right now they, they should get the fuck out or, I guess or they it was actually this looks like they started selling their own lab grown diamonds to uh, attack the uh, the the other lab grown diamonds or you just it's all just cubic zirconia that's what my wife has I mean, yeah, if it, it if at this point the lab grown diamonds, you you need a straight up jeweler who's been in the industry for two decades looking at it with that giant fucking jeweler's lens to tell the difference. I for all intents and purposes, it's a it's a diamond, you know? Yeah, that goes back to my wife's boss with the, the big rock on her finger. My wife, uh, she said, like, well, I, I don't know. That's a really nice ring. And my way up, you can't tell. No one glances unless you're like uh, too into if you jerk off the diamonds and you, you can tell at a glance. Yeah. No one's known the difference unless you're doing diamonds. Just, I don't, stop buying them. Just in general, stop buying it. That makes zero sense. It makes Oh, yeah, dude. No I sense. was super happy. So before I asked my wife to marry her, her, her best friend like kind of took her diamond hunting and she she became like my spy on the other side you know and just she took me to the store by by our apartment was like okay listen i i, I took her here because i was i was getting some jewelry or something and i just was was pointing hey just theoretically if jake ever asked you to you know uh marry him what yeah. kind of rings do you like and, and women's fantasy stuff what, what do you like what do you like yeah 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 and she went ring shopping for me you know and uh but but like sneaky and and was like okay here's here's what she liked and and it didn't like and she was saying she said she wouldn't want a blood diamond my wife straight up said that uh probably uh probably because she knows that i am too broke and cheap to ever afford a blood diamond or because she doesn't like the politics of it i'd like to think it's the second thing it's probably about 50 50 um but uh it it, it I, I the, the thing is, is a lot of people say, well, I got a conflict free diamond. It's like, oh, yeah. you're going to trust Adam Sandler's character from Uncut Gems to tell you where that diamond really came from. Really? Like you think you're going in there and like, do you have any conflict free diamond? Oh, sorry. These are all diamonds people were murdered for. Not till next week. Sorry. You think that's <laughs> what these shady motherfuckers are going to tell you? Really? Yeah. These are all conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't these it supposed to be their Canadian? That's trade. the only one you can really buy is if you have to buy a canadian diamond for it to be authentically conflict free or some shit like that right and dude, yeah, they can lie. You know that yeah. i think they're taking in uh, you know diamonds from the fucking uh, uh, congo and spark is stamping a goddamn maple leaf next to it and we're good to go we're off to the races <laughs> you, you'd think that i know conflict free diamonds are more expensive You'd think that then the blood diamonds, they would just advertise them as like, hey, you can get this conflict-free diamond. It's $3,000. But if you're trying to save money, I got a blood diamond right here. It's 750 bucks. I mean, you'd think that they would like differentiate. I know that the conflict-free are a little higher, but you'd think they would advertise the shit out of the blood diamonds just for people looking for a Kmart blue light special. I mean, they probably do. They just don't call them blood diamonds. They just call them fucking discount diamonds. They call them whatever. They call them pay jewelers. Uh, back to school special diamonds, you know? <laughs> That's what they call them. Uh, all right. Moving on. I mean, uh, you think that we, were, that we were going over the charity people at the beginning. 
You think a, a guy who takes a little too much money at the top of his uh, a charity group is shady? How about the guy who runs a fucking diamond industry? Huh? That guy. Oh, that Jesus is a known Christ. shady. That guy will really though, fucking so that's bullshit. That's not a big deal. Oh yeah. All right, Jake, it's time for my favorite uh, segment every week. I, I always seem to come up with these. It should be a weekly segment. It's the clickbait headline thumbnail that changes when you get to the actual story. Uh, I, I sent you the story. The clickbait headline, I think, remained the same, but the pictures were changed. Headline, two people detained in China for allegedly damaging Great Wall with excavator. Um, and the picture was of... The Great Wall of China, we all know, we see it in movies, we all want to visit there. It's it's the iconic Great Wall of China. Jake, how much do you know about the Great Wall of China? Uh, I know it's pretty big. I know it's, it, it kept the Mongolians out. I know it can be I, seen from space. Uh, last one, not true, but um, did you know, because I knew... I know my, my buddy Billy got arrested for peeing off the top of it and telling uh, Northern China to suck his Uyghur. <laughs> Is that real? No. Uh, I would. I, I lied like the I would, not be, I would not be surprised if one of your friends did pee off the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Anyway, um, I knew going into this story. I didn't when the clickbait happened. I wasn't surprised. I knew that the Great Wall of China that we know from Hollywood and see is a very small segment of the wall because it's the most iconic. But the actual Turns out the rest wall, not so great. It's the, the good wall of China at best. Worms and just like a rock wall, like the whole overall wall. They they show the map as like it extends from here, but it's not all that. So two people uh, arrested for damaging with an excavator, and they showed a picture of the Great Wall that we know from Hollywood. But then when you click on it, it's like this berm. It, it looks like a little mound of of earth that's technically Great Wall of China. But it just there's there's no rocks. It's 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 designated Great Wall. So they they needed a pathway, not realizing what they were doing, or maybe they did realize. But still, it's like I just love that clickbait. The the oh my god, someone smashed part of the Great. Oh, they they took down a little earth and little like you know two foot bump that that is designated wall. It's I hope they had a Mongolian switch. last name. That would just that would just fucking top it all off. <laughs> if they were doing it for their ancestors. <laughs> Yeah, not even doing it for their ancestors. Just coincidentally, finally fucking got them, huh? Oh, <laughs> that's they could keep us out. I'm building this goddamn Starbucks. Uh, for the great a 38 year old man and a 55 year old woman. Good for her. He got himself a cougar. He went cougar hunting. She she got a younger guy. Yeah, yeah. Great well, wall. the Great Wall held for all these years. It's a pretty goddamn good wall. Yeah. Um, what was this one? Oh, too much time to talk about. We get to it. Let's let's bang out the two quick ones. Florida man arrested by Coast Guard for trying to cross Atlantic in Atlantic Ocean in human-sized hamster wheel. Uh, this guy has a big old like you see him um, in rodeos, big old bubble that you can get inside and then get bounced around and don't get hurt. He's he's in a big floating bubble where we can walk and like a hamster wheel. Why, why did they arrest him? My that's that's my question. There there's a law listed at the bottom of the article saying he broke um some I don't know. Uh I can't find it right now. But the whole point is if someone wants to get in a big inflatable and and go out into the ocean, fuck them. Bye. You know, it, they said he's been arrested multiple times trying to do this. Let him go. Why why are we arresting people who want to go die in the middle of the Atlantic on a not boat? 
Yeah, I mean, I I kind of get it. You know, it's one of those things. I I it reminds me of an oceanic version of Grizzly Man, where I'm like, this is a mentally ill person. Someone should have stepped in. And <laughs> I, it's it's sort of one of those things. Have you ever been at a beach? And you swim out a little too far, and some cunty lifeguard goes up and blows a whistle. Now yeah. I imagine you were trying to cross the Atlantic in a uh, in, in a little in an inflatable, inflatable hamster wheel. Yeah, it infl- he faces federal charges of obstructing of a abor- of obstruction of boarding and violation of a captain of the port order, whatever that is, a captain of the port order. Um, See, he's got to do this shit in the middle of the night when there's less lifeguards and exactly. stuff. That way he can scurry out to international waters, you know? And by the time they get there, he's just got his big two front teeth out laughing at him. He's just <laughs> doing this behind his throat. He's just heading off into the sunset holding. That's the, right. Actually, the sunrise if he's in the Atlantic, but still. Um, Eating Rice Krispies and telling the Coast Guard to go fuck themselves. I'm in pirate land now. Okay, quick story. Very, Dude, very- I, I hope that like. I don't know. Pirates on international waters like drive up to fucking rob the boat, and they're like, "What? What is going on here? Yeah, you know, you have to be smuggling heroin, right? Like what? They, no, something. Trying, no, they keep those underwater in, in the submarines. Th- this is too visible. But all right, quick story about swimming too far. I, I don't think I don't know if I've ever told you this. I gotta make. Uh, went to Aruba, my wife and a couple friends uh, and I. We all we all went and. Um, we're out, uh, not snorkeling, but snoobing. Do you know what that is? Did I tell you this story before? Scoobing. A snooba is a full-face snorkel with a built-in uh, stopper, so you can go underwater, and a snorkel, you know, you get water in your mouth, and you have to oh, okay, it out. Yeah. This is a, it has a stopper, so you can go underwater, and water will knock it down into your face mask. All right, okay. so we're swimming out, and uh, there, there are no lifeguards in Aruba. Um, and... At some point, water gets in my wife's mask. She goes back. Water gets in uh, someone else's mask. They go in. It's just me and this other woman, uh, a neighbor, a friend, and we spot a sea turtle. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I am looking at a sea turtle swimming in the ocean, and we're swimming, and we're following the turtle. And every so often, I sort of pop up, and I look, and I'm like, all right, we're getting pretty far from shore. I feel fine. I, I don't think that uh, you know, I know I can get back. But I should probably let her know. And so we're following the turtle and, and I go, I sort of gesture like, hey, go to the surface. And she does. And she faces the ocean. So I'm looking at her, I go, hey, don't freak out. But when you turn around, we're kind of far from shore. We can get in, you know, the, there's land. You can see it. It's it's over there. And she's like, what? And it's probably my fault for using the words don't freak out. Because she turned around, saw shore, and started freaking the fuck out. Like, oh my god, we are so far. And like splashing. I'm like, ah, oh, here we fucking go. I should have been poor. And I I almost wish there had been some cunty lifeguard that would have blown a whistle to, I don't know, or I should have told her sooner. It's amusing only to me, but just the idea that I said, all right, I've been keeping an eye on where we are. We're fine. And then when she realized where we were, she she didn't think we were fine. Obviously, yeah. I mean, there was no good way to tell her at that point. You know what I mean? You're either you're either out too far, or you're not. We're following a sea turtle. What are you going to do? Just wave it goodbye? No, you got to follow the sea turtle. All right, we don't have time for the story that's going to take too long. So, uh, I wanted to touch on this. Um, I want to save that one for next week because it's so good. Um, 
the the lead singer of Smash Mouth died last week, and almost every joke I heard uh, involved the years keep coming and they keep on coming. No, they don't. <laughs> Everyone makes the same joke. It's pretty uh, too it's too simple. Don't make it. But Kim Kardashian, she honored the lead singer of the of Smash Mouth for passing away by taking a bikini selfie, and the bikini is in gold, and she wrote, "All that glitters is gold." I mean, what a national treasure this woman is. I think it's nice. He would have liked that. Are you kidding me? The Smash Mouth guy? He's dead, and she's got to bring the attention to her with a bikini. I thought it was touching. I thought it was touching. Dude, he, 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 he was big in, like, early 2000s, late 90s. Bikinis, naked women. Hey now, you're an all-star. Like anytime you hear that song, it's well, a you're like, oh fuck, I wish this song wasn't on. But B, you're thinking like of women in bikini, spring break. I I thought it was good, you know. I like the early stuff. Uh, um, the the walking on the sun is that their one? You might as well be. Yeah, saying, yeah, that, that's a good tune. I like that one. I like uh, that I'd say it's all it's all late '90s, early 2000s garbage. I mean, rest in power. But Jesus Christ. Uh, see, I didn't make a joke about him because uh, he he, uh, he apparently lost a kid, and that's what he drank himself to death because of the, the the pain of that. But ah, uh, if only I, I if I had thought of it, I would have taken a shot of myself in a man diaper, maybe or something, uh, maybe put a some gold paint on it. But uh, God bless Kim Kardashian. I mean, I did a similar thing with less clothing, but that's on my OnlyFans. You guys got to go check that out. Yeah, I have a very nice tribute to uh, Smash Mouth on there. It's a tribute, but it also keeps the attention on her right where she wants it. I smashed someone else's mouth on my uh, OnlyFans. There you go. All right. Uh, I almost said see Jake uh, Vevra, but find Jake at Jake Vevra on all the socials. It's that swirly uh, sign, at Jake Vevra, everywhere. I can be found at NathanTimmel.com. And, uh, yeah, nobody complained about it this week, so we don't have anyone to pick on in the comments. So thanks for not complaining. Um, got a couple of nice comments. I guess I should have uh, uh, pulled one up to thank them for the nice comment. But there you go. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio. Or uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, we should be there wherever you're hearing us. Thanks. Later. <laughs>